I'm Ruth. And I'm Darren. Of the Rad Adventures Network. And you're listening to House of Horror. In this series, we talk about some of our favorite horror-themed movies, comics, and TV shows. The episodes are intended to be short to give you just enough information about a topic to let you know whether or not you would be interested in seeking it out. Today, we're talking about Hammer Horror Films. Hammer Films is a British production company that has been around since 1934 and is still around today. Hammer has always made a variety of films, including many adventures like The Pirates of Blood River and A Challenge for Robin Hood, as well as fantasy adventures like The Lost Continent and One Million Years B.C. with Raquel Welch, plus science fiction movies like Five Million Years to Earth and Moon Zero Two, dramas like The Anniversary and Crescendo, and even comedy movies based on popular British TV shows like On the Buses and Man About the House. However, Hammer Horror films of the 1950s and 60s were, and still are, so popular that the phrase Hammer Horror became synonymous with an entire genre of films. And the phrase Hammer Horror became so identified with this type of film that movies by other companies would often be described as being in the Hammer Horror style. Hammer's horror films generally fall into the category of gothic horror, which are categorized as stories set primarily during the 18th and 19th centuries and are often set in England or Europe. Castles, mansions, manor homes, and quaint villages are common settings for gothic horror stories. And gothic horror usually includes elements of mystery or suspense, as opposed to gore or violence, and there's frequently a romantic element to the story. The original novels for Dracula by Bram Stoker, Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, and many of the works of Edgar Allan Poe fall into the gothic horror category. And gothic horror movies have a lot of the look and feel of film noir detective movies, and both gothic horror and film noir were popular during the same period of time, and you still see occasional movies made in these traditions. The most popular period for Hammer Horror films was from the mid-1950s to the mid-1970s, and those films still remain popular today. They were sold on VHS tapes and later DVD, and most have recently received high-definition upgrades to be released on Blu-ray. You can also find Hammer Horror movies on the big screen with film festivals and retro movie screenings around the world. We're lucky to live near the historic Carolina Theater, which is nearly 100 years old. It has both a stage for live performances as well as a two-screen independent cinema that has frequent film festivals, and on Friday nights they have retro double features. It's common to find a Hammer Horror film or two playing there around Halloween each year, and this year was no exception with a double feature screening of Hands of the Ripper and Vampire Circus the first weekend in October. You can even find some of the stars of Hammer Horror films at conventions occasionally. We've been fortunate to meet a few at NostalgiaCon, which is held in Hunt Valley, Maryland each autumn, and our friend Paul from Belfast, Northern Ireland, often sees Hammer Horror guests at conventions in the UK, and he's picked up some wonderful autographs for us over the years. So as you can probably guess, Hammer Horror Films are our favorite horror movies. I was lucky to grow up watching Hammer Horror Films, which were frequently shown on TV when I was growing up in the 1970s. Sometimes they would air on Saturday or Sunday afternoons, and sometimes on Friday or Saturday late nights. They were always worth seeking out because of the mood, atmosphere, suspense, and great acting from British stars like Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, who were featured in many Hammer Films over the years, and not just their horror films. Younger audiences today will remember Peter Cushing as Grand Moff Tarkin from the original Star Wars film, but his career in the UK spanned six decades and more than 100 movies. Peter Cushing played Victor Frankenstein in most of Hammer's Frankenstein films, and he played Van Helsing in most of Hammer's Dracula films, as well as making appearances in other Hammer movies too. Besides his many Hammer films, Peter Cushing played Sherlock Holmes in both movies and a TV series in the UK 
and he played Doctor Who in two theatrical films in the 1960s. Christopher Lee played alongside Peter Cushing in many horror films, most notably playing Count Dracula in most of Hammer's vampire films, and he also played the creature in the first Frankenstein film. While Christopher Lee's career spanned seven decades and more than 200 films and TV appearances, younger audiences today primarily know him as Count Dooku in the Star Wars prequels and as Saruman the Wizard from The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings trilogies. Christopher Lee was a lifelong fan of the Middle-Earth books by J.R.R. Tolkien, reading them when they were first released in the 1950s, and he reread the books every year throughout his life and always wanted to play Gandalf in a film adaptation. He was fortunate to meet J.R.R. Tolkien, who felt he would make a wonderful Gandalf if a film were ever made. Unfortunately, by the time the movies were made, Christopher Lee was too old for the role of Gandalf, but director Peter Jackson was a fan and knew about his endorsement from Tolkien and cast him as Saruman, and Lee appears in all six of the films. Besides the Dracula and Frankenstein series, Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee appeared in other Hammer films, sometimes separately and sometimes together, such as the Gorgon in 1964. The two became best friends during their time making Hammer films and stayed in touch throughout their lives. So we've talked a little about some of Hammer's horror films, but let's go into a few more specifics. There were dozens of Hammer horror films made during the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, and even multiple series of films based on specific characters. For instance, in addition to the Dracula and Frankenstein series that we've already mentioned, there was also a series of films based on the legend of the mummy, which are favorites of ours. The Frankenstein series consists of seven films from 1957 to 1973, including The Curse of Frankenstein, The Revenge of Frankenstein, The Evil of Frankenstein, Frankenstein Created Woman, Frankenstein Must Be Destroyed, The Horror of Frankenstein, and Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell. The Dracula series was even more popular, with eight movies from 1958 to 1974, including The Horror of Dracula, The Brides of Dracula, Dracula, Prince of Darkness, Dracula Has Risen from the Grave, Taste the Blood of Dracula, The Scars of Dracula, Dracula A.D. 1972, and The Satanic Rites of Dracula. And there were even more vampire films outside of the Dracula series, including Kiss of the Vampire, Countess Dracula, Vampire Circus, Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, and Captain Kronos Vampire Hunter. The Mummy series consisted of four films from 1959 to 1971, including The Mummy, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, The Mummy's Shroud, and Blood from the Mummy's Tomb. And besides these series, there were many other Hammer Horror movies, including some of our favorites like The Abominable Snowman from 1957, The Curse of the Werewolf from 1961, The Plague of the Zombies from 1966, and Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde from 1971, but there were dozens more. Another favorite of ours is Quatermass in the Pit, which is usually titled Five Million Years to Earth in the U.S., which is about a buried spacecraft that's discovered during the building of an extension of the London Underground. Professor Quatermass is a scientist and was featured in many popular science fiction movies and TV shows in the U.K. in the 1950s and 60s. However, the character wasn't as well known in the U.S., which is why the title of the movie was changed when it was released here. We love Hammer Horror Films so much that we could probably do an entire series of podcasts about the various movies, if only we had time. But sadly, the popularity of gothic horror, and therefore Hammer Films, started to fade in the late 1970s. So Hammer turned to TV in the 1980s with two series for British TV. Hammer House of Horror was a 13-episode series in 1980, and it's the inspiration for the title of our podcast. 
It was popular enough to lead to a second series of 13 episodes in 1984 titled Hammer, House of Mystery and Suspense. Both series featured the types of stories Hammer Horror is known for, including ghosts, witches, werewolves, and psychological thrillers. However, the episodes were usually set in modern times instead of being period pieces like most of the Hammer Horror films. This was likely due to the much smaller budget they had for those TV episodes compared to their theatrical movies. So, if after hearing us share our thoughts about Hammer Horror, you're interested in seeking out some movies for your Halloween viewing, you'll find that it's a fairly easy task. As we mentioned earlier, most of the movies have been released on DVD, and many of them have recently received upgrades for release on Blu-ray. While the films were distributed by Hammer in the UK, they were often sold to different distributors around the world to show in other markets. Because of that, there are many different versions of Hammer films, as different cuts were made by those different distributors to create a version for their own region. In recent years, Hammer has been compiling the most complete versions of their films for high-definition release on Blu-ray in the UK. However, if you want to collect the films here in the U.S., you'll want to do a little research on the releases. Since the Hammer films were released by a variety of distributors here in the U.S., you can get varying degrees of quality in those releases. Some companies will release the complete upgraded films with bonus features, but other companies will release a standard definition version of the films that aren't restored and don't feature any extras. So be sure to read up about the features and any extras before making a purchase. Most are great, but there are a few that are disappointing. As big fans of the films, Ruth and I have been collecting our favorites on those UK Blu-rays by ordering them from Amazon UK, and we have a universal player so we can watch those UK Blu-rays here in the U.S. We hope you've enjoyed our thoughts about Hammer Horror Films. If you're already a fan, let us know some of your favorites. And if you haven't seen a Hammer Horror Film, we definitely encourage you to check them out when you have a chance. And just like Dracula, Hammer Horror has risen from the grave and has been making a few new movies in recent years including The Woman in Black with Daniel Radcliffe in 2012, and The Lodge, which was just released in 2019. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be right back with our wrap-up and contact information. Hello, I'm Jerry. And I'm Chris. We are the hosts of the podcast Bat Books for Beginners. We both love Batman comics. And we like other comics, too. Comics that don't get the attention that the Cape Crusader gets. We want to bring attention to our favorite indie and small publisher comics. Some of it will be weird. Some of it will be wild. But great storytelling can come from anywhere. So we started a brand new podcast, The Professor Frenzy Show. On The Professor Frenzy Show, we will share some of our favorite indie comic books with you. Search for us on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are found. We hope you will search, subscribe, download, listen, and join in on the fun. Professor Frenzy, it's a show. Professor Frenzy, show. Tell me his name again. Thanos. I think I shall call him... Adam. But return to me again empty-handed. And I will bathe the starways in your blood. Thanks, Dad. Sounds fair. Korvac's power grows, as does his madness. He would have destroyed us all had I not pulled us into the soul gem. Then, Thanos, I'm coming for you. After Xandar, you were going to kill my father? 
You dare to oppose me? You see what he has turned me into? You kill him, I will help you destroy a thousand planets. It's all right, Adam. We're here to help. Just stay cool. Uh, I don't want to be here! Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. Five years and going strong. Every other week, mostly. For all of your Adam Warlock, Thanos, or Marvel Cosmic needs. Find it on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. Resurrections Adam Warlock.tumblr.com. Adam Warlock. You cannot keep leaving your philosophy books open on the floor. I always trip on them in the middle of the night on my way to the can. Before we wrap up, we want to thank everyone for the enthusiastic response to our episode about the Night Stalker, and specifically to those like Karen Williams, John Baker, Hal Jordan at Green Lantern HG, Professor Allen, Al Sedano, Chris at BTO and Bat Books, and Jerry Green from the Professor Frenzy podcast, who sent us enthusiastic messages. Thank you, everyone. Before we go, we want to provide our contact information. You can contact us directly at RadAdventuresNetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram under the name Rad Adventures Network. That's Rad, R-A-D, which is short for Ruth and Darren. You can listen to the show through iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play and at podbean.com. And you can even find the show on YouTube under Rad Adventures Network. And you can always visit RadAdventuresNetwork.com, where you'll find all of the episodes of all of our podcasts, including Trekker Talk about 23rd Century Bounty Hunter Mercy St. Clair by Ron Randall, Warlord Worlds about the comic creations of Mike Grell, including the Warlord, John Sable, and Green Arrow, and Xenozoic Xenophiles about the Cadillacs and Dinosaurs series Xenozoic Tales by Mark Schultz. If you like the show, please consider leaving a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. While you won't find a specific place to review House of Horror, we hope you will leave a review under Rad Adventures Network. Every review helps the podcast be more likely to show up in search results. And on YouTube, we hope you'll subscribe to the channel and give us some likes on the videos. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll come back next time for another new episode of House of Horror. Rad Adventures Network is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. For more information, please visit comicpodcast.com. The theme music is Classical Attention from Royalty Free Music Horror Edition Volume 2. We make no money from this podcast and no copyright infringement is intended. <laughs>